Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash Am I the butthole? <laughs> if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And let's jump straight in to the good stuff. Much love, guys. This story is from Arcade7044. Titled, Am I the Asshole for Kicking My Brother Out for Announcing His Wife's Pregnancy Right After I Announced My Daughter's Diagnosis Just to make sure I represent both sides of the conflict. My brother and his wife suffered from not having kids for years. It impacted them greatly. They loved the kids in the family but always wished to have kids on their own. Lately, we got busy with Megan's 12 health problems. She started suffering from anemia, loss of appetite, and recurrent fevers. We've taken her to a pediatrician and from there we've learned that she has cancer. It was so devastating, I didn't want to tell my family right away. Most of them have chronic conditions and this type of news might trigger a negative reaction because they love Megan and would give everything to see her healthy. My friend suggested using Facebook, but no. My husband and I decided to gather the family at my house this past Wednesday to announce Megan's diagnosis. My aunt didn't take it well because she holds Megan dear, so she was rightfully the most devastated one. After a few minutes of complete silence, my brother started moving in his seat, saying there's something very serious he wanted to tell everyone. He was hesitant, but then he and wife stood up and said they just found out they were finally expecting. The family were conflicted, some got up to congratulate them and then some remained seated. I remained seated and my brother then approached me and expressed how sorry he was that they had to tell us in these circumstances, but said he couldn't wait since this is a huge deal for them after years of waiting and because everyone was present. I argued with him about how he thought this was an appropriate time and asked if Megan mattered to him at all since he didn't take a minute to realize she was just diagnosed with cancer. 
He started reminding me of how many years he and his wife has suffered from frustration and disappointment for not being able to have kids and argued that because he wasn't able to be a father until now, he's 37, he felt he was missing out on so much for many years. And that I didn't have to finally tell him congratulations but should at least not guilt him for feeling overwhelmed and excited to finally be a father. He said, I knew exactly how much he adores Megan and I shouldn't even think otherwise. Then said, he was just sharing good news after hearing the bad news and there was nothing wrong with that. I told him and his wife to leave my house right then. He said he won't argue anymore because of how tense I felt but will expect me to apologize at some point. Some family agreed with me but my parents thought I shouldn't have taken my anger out on him like that and that he'll always remember my reaction to the news he gave and should apologize after I've calmed down. Now firstly, if you ever get to see this, I am so sorry about Megan at the moment and I, I wish her the very, very best. But yes, I understand how you're feeling and I don't understand who in their right mind would think that is a great idea. And I know he's had his troubles, you know, of getting pregnant in the first place. But who thinks it's the right thing to do to announce it straight after someone announces that their child has cancer? It's just one of the situations where you say, read the room. So you're absolutely not the asshole in this situation. And he's the one that should be coming to you and apologizing once he realized what a balls up he just made. But the Kelsey 21 says, first of all, I'm so sorry about Megan. You sound like a great dad and I'm sure she's happy to have you. This one sucks, but not the asshole. Your brother's trouble sucked, but at the end of the day, it was not appropriate for him to take over your announcement like this. It was a time for Megan and for everyone to support her and he took that from her. I get what he was trying to do, but he should have ran it by you first. I do wish her luck with everything and hope she gets better. Cryptic911 replies that saying, his troubles suck, yes. I mean, as a dad of two, it took us six years to get two kids, so I can relate. You know what is 1,000 times worse of not getting kids? Have your kid diagnosed with a life-threatening disease. Not the asshole. They should have waited and maybe personally called family members to give the good news a bit later when things sinked in. Raymond Beaumont says, not the asshole, and says, your kid has cancer. Too bad. But anyways, I've got some great news, folks. Mobyhead1 says, compare and contrast, and then quotes, just to make sure I represent both sides of the conflict. Then quotes again saying, my brother and his wife suffered from not having kids for years. It impacted them greatly. Versus, and quotes, I told him and his wife to leave my house right then. He said he won't argue anymore because of how tense I felt, but would expect me to apologize at some point. Emphasis, mine. You were trying to be fair to him as you described the conflict to us. He automatically assumes he's the correct and aggrieved party in this conflict. A humbler, more sympathetic person would have said something like, I'm sorry for upsetting you, I'll leave. Not the asshole. And JC Road says, not the asshole, I'm so sorry. My daughter went through the same thing at 14. Fevers, weakness, no appetite. It was cancer also. You're literally about to go through the worst experience of your life. The only advice I have is to take care of yourself. You're no good to your kid if you're exhausted, you can't think. Everyone processes cancer differently. My ex went into full info mode, had to know everything about treatment. I concerned myself with kids' comfort, her happiness, her morale. This worked for our family. Oh my God, the gifts, don't let it start. It will be brutal to other kids and cause resentment. People always ask how to help, tell them to order dinner, help with errands, etc. You find that people really want to help but don't know how or what to do. I found food and meals the most helpful for the family stuck at home. Again, I'm so sorry. 
And one more from 1251 Sats who says, not the arsehole. I'm not sure what possessed him to think that was an appropriate time to announce that. I understand his excitement, but there is a time and place for that. And it is not when you're talking about an other's child cancer diagnosis. Good news after the bad news. Nope, not necessary at all. I'm not sure what he expected. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts on it? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Wicked Lovely. Am I the asshole for not stopping my daughter, letting her humiliate her uncle? I 31 female, hubby 34 male, and our kids have spent a week with my in-laws at their place. Sister-in-law's family lives close by, so we spent time with them as well. In-laws are cool, we get along great. My sister-in-law's hubby, 40 male, is an ass. He's loud, he takes up a lot of space, and his idea of fun is to embarrass slash shame others especially if they don't act like they should for their gender. No one gets away, not even his wife or kids. His boys are not allowed to wear pink or do any girly shit. His daughter must act like a lady and was refused to pursue the education she wanted. Car mechanic. We don't have a traditional marriage. I do maintenance on our cars when needed. Same with our garden and house. I fix whatever needs fixed in and outside the house, etc, etc. Basically, everything men would be expected to do a few years back. Hubby does a lot of the daily house chores. Brother-in-law often makes jabs at me for not being feminine enough and hubby for not being manly enough. A housewife shouldn't be covered in dirt and oil like that. A dress would look pretty on that body of yours instead of whatever it is you're wearing. Maybe your husband should step up for once so you don't break a nail. And similar comments. It obviously pisses me off. I have promised hubby not to confront him in public, so I haven't. I have talked to him in private, but he just brushes me off, calling it some good old banter between in-laws. Sister-in-law says nothing, ever. Our oldest kid have not promised anyone not to confront him in public, though. A few evenings ago, we were sitting in their living room after dinner, chatting and having a good time. I got up to get myself a beer. Hubby asked for a cider. Brother-in-law immediately drew his breath, and I knew it was coming when you didn't think their roles could be more reversed. Our daughter, female 13, looked up from the board game she was playing with her cousins, stared at him and asked, what do you mean, reversed roles? She looked at me, but I didn't say or signal for her to drop it in any way. The rest went along the lines of, brother-in-law said, oh, it's just something we adults say as a joke. D looks around at everyone else. Huh, I thought jokes were supposed to make people laugh. No one's laughing. He replied, well, some people just don't get the joke. Or maybe they just don't find it to be funny. Not everyone gets off on sexist comments and jokes. Brother-in-law said, oh, we're using big words now. He actually started to laugh, albeit nervously. D says, do you need me to explain sexism to you? The boys in my class also laugh and goof around when subjects they're not mature enough to comprehend comes up. At this point, brother-in-law huffed, got up and left the room, clearly pissed off. Things were tense for a couple of minutes, then we were back to having a good time. Hubby later that evening got a text from brother-in-law saying he should get his kids and wife under control and teach the kids to respect their elders. Fuck that. Shit went down the following days. The family is split 50-50. So, am I the arsehole for not telling her to keep quiet? And we have an edit that's like should be read before the comments and a final edit for after the comments. So we'll do that first. So first edit says, yes, we ignore his comments. When he doesn't get a reaction slash the attention he wants, he stops and the remainder of the gatherings are awesome. I've known brother-in-law for 16 years. Hubby has known him for 25. 
everyone has a one point try calling him out, but it doesn't work. Ignoring is more efficient, although he just have to make a comment before he realized no one's listening. We have talked to our kids about this as well. That his behavior obviously isn't okay, but if no one gives feedback, he'll drop it. And we're gonna start straight away on this one with Macaroni Rascal who says, your child is my hero. However, she should not have been the one to do that. All of you should have shut that shit down long ago, gone low contact slash no contact. Why does your husband not want you to confront him in public? It's shameful your child had to be the one to call him out. That's not her responsibility. You and your husband need to have a serious talk about this. You're the asshole, edited to add judgment. Quick edit, I'm really glad to see the outcome of the final edit. Good on you for listening, absorbing information and making changes. Keep it up. Just a little hint of what's to come. <laughs> Quaint says not the arsehole for letting her speak her mind, but you're the arsehole for subjecting her to that sexist and cruel environment. Seriously, why would you want her to be taught that sexism is okay and it should be ignored? Illustrator New says everyone sucks here except your daughter for enabling the sexist arsehole to keep the peace. Darkstar says, I call BS to you, calling them out doesn't work. Your 13 year old daughter handled him swiftly and efficiently. You making a promise not to call him out is sexist on its own right and needs to be addressed in your own marriage. Silencing someone who was attacking and putting you down for 16 plus years, are you fracking kidding me? I'm sorry internet stranger, you need to require more of yourself and partner in life. Call brother-in-law out every time, the simplest, I don't get it, explain it to me. So you think women are incapable, etc. Oh, brother-in-law, I foolishly agreed to remain silent about your BS attitude, thinking you'd eventually shut the fuck up, but you haven't. My daughter's last interaction with you shows me how toxic this dynamic has been. If you can't do better, you can't be with us. Everyone but your daughter is an asshole here. Everyone sucks here. And one more comment before the little final update from Quita Kite saying, not the asshole, she didn't humiliate him, she told the truth. If he felt humiliating, then that's his fault, and maybe he should take that as a call to stop being an asshole. I'm not sure why your family even spends time with him, and hasn't just walked out when he makes comments like that. Good thing your daughter's been paying attention. So, final edit. Alright, hubby and I have had a serious long talk after showing him the comments on this post. We see that we're the assholes for subjecting our kids to that brother-in-law. Not what this Am I the Arsehole was about, but Reddit speaketh the truth once again. Even though they know his behavior is not okay, we honestly thought talking to them about it, explaining our reasoning behind ignoring, and not bother to confront etc. was enough. We realized we were in the wrong, and we will talk to the kids about it, and how we should have and will in the future handle it. It will most likely be six to nine months until we see sister-in-law and the in-laws again. We have already now decided that whenever he makes his comments, we will just up and leave. No explanation, just take the kids with us and whoosh. If that doesn't work, after a repetition or two, we will inform in-laws that we will not attend gatherings, etc., where he will be present. Going no contact is, as I already said, a last resort. The kids, theirs and ours, goes along amazingly. I love spending time with sister-in-law and we have a lot in common. I very much hate to keep the kids from seeing each other, so hubby and I hope that our plan will work. It will take some time to find out since we don't see each other often. I'm fairly quick to say others should go no contact when there's toxic family involved, and it's obviously easier said than done. Thanks everyone for the taking the time to reply, especially thanks to those with constructive feedbacks and comments. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? As OP said at the very end there, said it's very easy to go no contact when there's family involved and it's easier than said than done. Do you agree with that? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story.
And our next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for refusing to share paying the bills of my ex's two 18 plus children? Just for a heads up, I'm based in the UK. I, 38 female, was with my ex, 42 male, for 17 years. We have recently separated in the last six months and we have two children together, 12 male and 12 female. When we met, he was just recently divorced from his ex, 42 female, and they have two children together, 22 male and 20 female. We have always kept our finances separate. I am from a financially well-off family. My dad and I are both only children. So when my grandparents passed, we both inherited a large amount. We lived together in my house that I inherited and the deeds are in my name. I did take out a loan to build an extension, taking the house from a three bedroom to a five bedroom so the kids could have their own rooms. My ex never paid towards the loan, so he has no claim on the property. My solicitor has checked. Because I own the house and the loan is repaid, our bills were quite low as well. This meant that my ex had a larger amount of fun money. When he has moved out of my house, he has rented a three bedroom house and with all the associated household bills, he doesn't have much fun money left over as he did. This has caused problems with the older kids. Apparently my ex was paying the older kids living expenses while they're at university. I knew he was giving them money, not that he was paying for it outright. I've had messages from not only my ex and the older kids, but from his family as well. Saying that as ex can't afford to pay the older kids rent anymore, I should step in and pay towards it as well as I have the funds. Their mum is already paying other bills for them, so she can't afford to pay more. I've never had a close relationship with my ex's older kids. They see me as the reason their mum and dad aren't together. When they were younger, if I told them off or said no, they would ring their mum crying and she would come and get them. It got worse after I had the twins. They would refuse to be in the house if I or the twins were home. As they've gotten older, they will spend time together with the twins. They only really talk to me to tell me they want to go on our yearly family holiday or what they want for Christmas or birthdays. If I try and have a conversation with them, they just turn their backs and walk away or just ignore that I'm speaking. To be honest, they're part of the reason we have separated. We have a lot of arguments over lockdown about the way my ex lets his kids treat me. He sees nothing wrong as they don't start arguments or swear. He says that as an adult, I should just deal with it. My ex and I have split. I haven't had any messages from them that aren't about money. I've told my ex I'm not a cash dispenser for his kids. I feel they only see me as a cash cow. Am I the asshole for not wanting to financially support them? My dad thinks I should just cut them off, but my mum thinks that and some friends think I should pay because I have the money and it will enable a relationship between my twins and their older siblings. Edit, it has been pointed out in the comments. I need to add this edit. I was not married to my ex. We were boyfriend and girlfriend. I hate those terms for 17 years. I never adopted his older kids, so legally I was not their stepmom. I was only their dad's girlfriend. Now, I think you're pretty right in this story is that you never had a great relationship with them. They're, they're pretty much adults now and they only want you for the money. So how I would feel in that situation, yeah, I'd feel exactly the same as you that I'd be that I'm being used as sort of a cash cow. So I think it's a pretty straight, not the arsehole on this one. That's what I'm thinking anyway, but is it? Let's find out in the comments with Leon Evans saying, not the arsehole, your mum and some friends are more than welcome to pay for those two children. You are a bank to them and not a true stepmother. Your dad is right. If you have to pay for them to be interested in their half-siblings lives, then it is not going to go well. I get that if you have the money, you can afford to pay, but since they were never nice to you anyway, why return the favor? Set up a trust fund for your twins so that a dad can't touch it. 
Imshinology says, if the only thing that will enable a relationship between your twins and their half-siblings is for you to hand over cash to two full-grown adults who never treated you like family, that isn't a relationship you want to enable. Not the arsehole. Warranty Bear says not the arsehole, the bank is now closed and he has to figure out how to pay like a big boy and not expect his ex to pay for his kids that never liked you or strive for a relationship. And one more from AGS who says, and not the arsehole, they're not your children. They have their own parents and they can get a job if they are struggling so much. They need to budget better and cut down on things they haven't already. There might be some university help if they've not looked into that too. Now, what do you guys make of this one and today's collection of stories? As always, I would love to hear your verdicts and comments below if you choose to share them, but never any pressure either. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes or so of your precious time with me today and listen to a story or two. Quick announcement, which I need to say in the next few videos as well. The podcasts are also coming back to Apple Podcasts soon. It's just getting verified now. So hopefully it'll be coming back in the next couple of days. There's a whole load of stories on there as well. So I know some of you have been calling for that to come back as well. Anyway, huge thank you once again, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.